Hello and welcome to another episode of the HFL show with me, Ian Auld, brought to you by Highland Football Weekly. On this week's podcast, we're joined by Inverurie manager Richard Hastings, as well as for Martin Scott Lyle, hopefully to look ahead to a full weekend of Highland League action. Only two games I went ahead last weekend. Those were for Martin beating Breaking City by a goal to nil. We'll talk to Scott Lyle about that game in particular a little bit later on. And Wick Academy beating Keith up in Wick by three goals to two, stretching their unbeaten run to five. Five consecutive wins for Gary Manson's Scotties. Let's start the podcast then by looking ahead to this weekend's card. Hopefully we get as much football as possible, especially at Harlaw Park. There's a real interesting one in store with Inverurie Locos at home to the league leaders. Fraserbra, let's now welcome onto the podcast Locos boss Richard Hastings. Richard, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good, Ian. Thank you very much. Richard, uh, obviously it's been a, a difficult time for, for everyone over the last couple of weeks and COVID aside, um, you, you you had a, an attempt to get two games on uh, last week but you, you failed in both games. Obviously that game against Rothers was called off due to COVID issues and then you you guys quickly rescheduled the game away, away to Tariff. That one was called off to a frozen pitch. So you tried your best to get a game at the weekend but to no avail. Uh, the last couple of weeks you've not played until... Uh, since the 27th of December how have the last couple of weeks been in terms of you know just ticking over and and making sure that everything's okay yeah um, like you said it was it's obviously a it was a difficult uh, difficult one to take on the weekend when you you think you're going to have a game for sure when especially when you get a rearranged one um but uh, it wasn't to be um but you know we kind of always try and have a plan b uh, in place uh, have somewhere booked so we can get uh a training session or, or a practice game in so it's it's about keeping the players going ultimately you know they're all really disappointed as well uh, not not to get the game or get a game going so um but again it was just a you don't want sort of empty empty time in their heads it's just okay that's not going ahead so let's do this uh, you know just it keeps their focus um and we end up you know, getting a good a good uh, workout from the players, and, and ultimately, it's in that respect, it's about keeping the you know your sharpness and your fitness up. So, in terms of what we we did on the on the day instead of having a game was uh, was definitely beneficial all round. So, uh, again, just make a make a, the best out of a bad situation. Really, Saturday is you know game day. Uh, as it were, not to get you know too political on, on this podcast, but the whole the whole COVID issue as well. I mean, this time last year, there was no football at Highland League level. Now I know that obviously things are are carrying on, and and, and clubs and and players are doing their best to, um, you know, keep football continuing as well. But but how difficult has it been for yourself personally? You obviously, you know, come into locals this season and 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 you know got into the um the thrust of things in terms of a, the COVID environment. How difficult has it been for you? Yeah, I mean, I obviously get to hear about what it was like before, so I kind of do, I still find myself in a fortunate position, to be honest, um, having not had to go through what must have been an absolute nightmare for for clubs on, on 
all levels, you know, from hospitality down to the coaching staff, down to the, the players. So in that respect, I find myself fortunate. If we're only getting, you know, games here and there sort of called off, then, then uh, and as long as we're able to keep training and, and keep going to that degree, um, I still, like I say, count myself fortunate. So it's not doom and gloom for my, for my end. I think it's, yeah, you get little... It's frustrating here and there, but I think ultimately, if we're getting games going, um, you know, every week, every couple of weeks, you know, throughout the league, it's, it's it's the main thing I think is that you know every single team wants to play, you know, um, and you know we we've played twenty games, so there's some teams that have only played eighteen things like that. So um, there's obviously catch up in that regard, anyway. But you know, I just think on the whole. Um, we have to just under be understanding of the situation we're in. Um, we're, you know, we've just been fortunate at the moment that yes, we have come down with some cases, but but never to the extent where we've had to to call a game. Um, we've just been able to get by, you know, dip into our into our youth system and, and, and pull boys up, which has been beneficial beneficial for us and obviously for for the young boys as well. But um, you know, touch wood it that we can keep playing, um, you know, but we're at the mercy of a lot of different things, you know, it's not the COVID, sometimes it's the weather, um, and then you've got to deal with suspensions and injuries and things like that, so it's just all part and parcel, and, and I'm no different than any other manager in the league, um, we've, we've got to face what we have to face, and, um, you know, what's the point of, 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 you know, getting upset about it, it's, it's, it's where we're at, so, um, again, and like you say, we've got some uh, a really exciting second part of the season to look for. So whenever those games are able to play, it's, it's, uh, if that's not enough to keep your focus, then I don't know what what is. Yeah, and and we've got we've still got football, which is the main thing. This time last year, we didn't have, especially at this level. So that's that we have to be grateful for that too. You mentioned there an exciting second part of the season. Your last game was an exciting one. You beat Keith by five goals to three. You haven't been in action since, but you're. You've been ticking over uh, and you're back in action this weekend and what a game to look forward to. Uh, Fraserburgh, the league leaders, are the visitors to Harlow Park. Uh, you must be uh, relishing the prospect of that game on Saturday. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think this is, you know, these are the sort of games that you get involved in football, whether, you know, as a player and obviously as a, as a manager now, these are the these are the games in, that you relish. Um, and it's, for us, it's, it's one that we're, we're desperate to, to get played. Um, you know we're we're up for it, um, and there's so much at stake, which is which is great. I think that's like I said, that's why you get involved in football in the first place. That that Fraserburgh game, there they haven't been oh, they haven't been in action since the third of January, all the way back to the third of January. But that that game uh, raised a few eyebrows. They were they were three one uh, down at one point uh, away to Brecon City and, and came back to to win the game by five goals to three. You'll know all about uh, Fraserburgh's qualities, of course. You've come up against them this season. You've beaten them this season as well uh, in the Aberdeenshire Shield. Uh, what are you expecting from the, the Brock on Saturday? Yeah, just a, you know, obviously a, a tough and an organised team that that will be playing, no doubt, with, with some confidence after their their win against Brecon. Um, but I'm hoping, obviously, that they'll still have at the back of their mind that the last time they, they came to visit us... Um, it ended in a three nil uh, defeat. So, um, but no, like just uh, 
I expect it to be everything that we all expect it to be, which is a, a full-on affair, um, you know. And uh, like you say, we just just can't wait for the for Saturday to come. It can't come quick enough. Um, I know the players are are, are desperate to, to get out there. Um, fans will be there. Um, yeah, and we're just we're, we'll just we'll play the game. We'll just uh, meet it head on. Um, and say it's, it's it's just a game that's so much to, to look forward to. It's first v second in the league this weekend. Of course, there is a there is a, a gap between yourselves, a five point gap between yourselves and Fraser. But they do have uh, a couple of games in hand as well. But at this stage of the season, to be sitting second with a chance to to narrow the gap on Saturday. Uh, that must please you as well. Or, you know, there's obviously a, a lot of football to be played between now and the end of the season, but to be sitting in this position uh, that you're in going into the game on Saturday must please you. Yeah, I mean, I think like you said it's, since I've come in, it's it's all about getting getting the players um, on board with with uh, you know my style of play and how I want to to go about uh, our business. So I've been really pleased with that. Um, and I still think we're constantly a team that's that's ever improving. So, um, you know, the, the challenge for for the for the players is, is to is to keep doing that, keep showing it each and every week. Um, and yeah, like I said, there's still even more to come from us, no, no doubt. So, um, we've got ourselves into a position, and but like you said, there's so much still to to, to go um, in the season. But um, we need to take care of this game. First and foremost, without looking beyond that, um, and it's going to be so many ups and downs. And I think, I think that's you know just in one game, whether you take our game against Keith or or Fraserburghs against Brecon, just even in one game, there's so many ups and downs. And I think that uh, that just shows what's going to what the rest of the season is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just have to we have to just keep our head down, look after ourselves, um, plug away get the results we can get and the rest of the stuff you know the, the games will take care of themselves and and um, you know we've got a, a tight squad I've got a really good quality squad so um, and boys are, are, are really fighting for for, for a start uh, start position so I can't I can't ask for much more in terms of um, what, what we have um, and we can only concentrate on ourselves but uh, these games uh, like you said that's why we get involved in football and I know that I've always been a massive fan of Harlow Park. I just like the the way the stadium's laid out. I think it, you know, it's a it's a really tight, can generate a good atmosphere in there as well. I know that restrictions change on Monday. Uh, there is still five hundred fans allowed in at Harlow Park on 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 Saturday, and I know there will be a, a good attendance, no doubt, um, to to watch that game. But how important is that the home uh, advantage for you guys because you have. You, you, as, you, as you mentioned there, you, you've beaten Fraserburgh and the, the Aberdeenshire Shield. You've also beaten for Martin, Brora and Brecon on your own patch as well. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's something that we just kind of try not to make a big deal of, but it's it's, uh, it's there if you're a stat person, um, you know, that we're unbeaten there um, in, in the league. So it's something that you always just want to keep, keep doing, obviously. Um you know, even in the, the Keith game, you know the fans were were, were amazing, um, and and I think that that's as much as you could go win a game comfortably. 
I think that that sort of even galvanised the fans even more, seeing the, the comeback um, and the, the ups and downs of you know getting back to two one, but then immediately going down to three one again, and then <laughs> having to start another comeback with even less time. So I think you know, and it's it's stuff like that, it's games like that that uh, galvanises the fans, um, but also you know for the players themselves it's, it's it's a lesson for us and it's hopefully the boys can take something from that that you know we don't give up you know you can never give up and there's always there's always something to play for and you know if it's not us then obviously you can look at the break in Fraserburgh game there's mm-hmm. a game a game can can go right into the, the dying second so um, you know and I think that, that was it's easy to say that when you win at the end but um, ultimately um, I think it was a um, a good sort of thing to take out of that that game against uh, Heath, and it was great to have the fans on board, and and uh, no doubt they'll come out in their droves uh, this Saturday. Yeah, I'm sure there will be a, a big attendance on Saturday for that one. Just uh, finally, Richard, I spoke to one of your players, Mark Souter, a few weeks ago, and uh, since you've come into the club, obviously we're into January now, and of course everyone you know uh, wants to know uh, is there any comings and goings, etc. But I think your first, you know, uh, important piece of business is tying up your squad on um, on longer term deals. And you've mentioned there the, the quality within your squad. How important has that been for you to to get you know the bulk of the squad tied up on on kind of longer term deals? Yeah, I think it's. I mean, hugely important. I think for for a number of reasons. I think um, you know, obviously, I'm a I'm a, I'm a new face um, in the change room. And as much as you, you value the squad, you appreciate the squad's standard that they're at, I think that as a player, obviously I've been a player and I know how that feels being on the other side. So it's, you know, there's a there's a lot to be said as well when that new manager comes in and, and you know, knows that you're already tied up, but wants to tie you up a bit longer as well, um, shows the value and, and the appreciation that the, not just myself, but the club has for those players um, and you know you like to, to think that that will will get the buy-in and, and you know ultimately you want and you need your players playing for you um, you need to get the most out of them um, so I'm, I was delighted to be able to, to offer and you know speak with the chairman the vice chairman and get the go-ahead to to do what I wanted to do um, and the players response has been great it really has um, and the, the Ultimately, though they they've earned those those uh, contract extensions, and I'm excited to be able to work with them for for a longer period of time as well. Um, and in terms of new new players, you know, we'd be lying to say that you're never looking, you're never not looking for other other uh, opportunities out there. Uh, again, when you go back to your playing days. If you, you know, if you always had a, a, a new player or new players coming in, always raises a standard as well. So mm-hmm. um, we will be on the lookout. Um, doesn't have to be immediate. If it is, great. If it's not, um, but certainly I think a new face or two always, you know, just just um, raises the spirits of the of the change room and also the standard because everyone knows that they're they're. Um, their place is potentially at risk as well. So, but you need it. You need new faces, new blood. Um, but again, just on a, on a whole, it's it's just an exciting place to be. To be honest. 
Richard, I really appreciate your time uh, this afternoon having a chat with us, uh, looking ahead to a game at the weekend and, of course, all things at Harlow Park. And uh, as, you, as you mentioned there, it's going to be a, a very exciting end to the season, hopefully for, for Locos fans, but uh, High on League fans as well. There's a lot to, to look forward to between now and the end of the season. Richard, all the best on Saturday and thanks again for your time. No problem at all, Ian. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, a massive thanks to Richard Hastings for joining us on the HFL show. Uh, let's turn our attentions to one of the games at the weekend there for Martin United beating Brecon City by a goal to nil. A man who was heavily involved in the game is Scott Lyle. Scott, a very good afternoon to you. Not too bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, Scott. Um, obviously, it's been a crazy couple of weeks and, and months um, for everyone and uh, and the COVID now is starting to take an issue, but at least you guys got a game at the weekend. Uh, it must just be, you know, good to to be playing football. Yeah, I think we've been quite lucky actually. The last few weeks, loads of teams have had like loads of cases, and their games have all been off. But actually, we've actually been okay. We've we've had a few, but not enough to get games called off. So uh, just hopefully, yeah, we can keep playing these games. Yeah. Yeah, one or two sides have been quite lucky. Um, we'll, we'll talk about the game against Brecon City at the weekend. But for yourself, I mean, it's obviously something that. That everyone's aware of, um, obviously in your you know your day job at nine to five. But I'm assuming you're extra careful and and just yeah keen to keep football in your life at the moment. I think so. Yeah, we're um, obviously we've got to do lots of pose every day now. So um, that's sort of in the mind as well. If you, if you wake up in the morning and you're you're positive, what do you do to work? Sort of last minute, but um, yeah, sort of just try and be careful and make sure that we can sort of make ourselves available. You know. Um, and try and stay safe, yeah. Yeah, and, and fingers crossed that that continues as well. And I know a few clubs have had a number of issues with with COVID, and and hopefully that that dies away as the, as the weeks go on. But we we ended there, Scott. Obviously, you, uh, you were able, if you like, to get a game at the weekend. That game was against Brecon City. Uh, someone as well at the weekend as well. It was a it was a big game for both clubs, of course, at the top of the table. Uh, talk to us about the game then. At one 0 on the end, quite a tight one, or was it um, a good one for yourself? Obviously, yeah, I think it was it was a big win. Yeah, big three points. I think um, first half we were we were at it. We were in their faces, made it difficult for them. We played quite direct. Um, uh, got the goal. Roger did his goal very well, and then sort of second half. Um, Obviously, the way we played, you can't really keep up that sort of pressing for the full game. So maybe like last sort of 20, maybe started to tire and we just got deeper and deeper and they were throwing everything at us. But they maybe didn't create that many chances, but we were sort of hanging on in the end, to be fair. But um, we'll take the, take the win all day, yeah, delighted with it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's probably um, all about for Martin, for you guys. But in terms of breaking, they obviously got a, a bit of a... Well, a tough one for them to take. Did you kind of sense when they arrived on on Saturday that you know they were keen to put things right early on? I mean, they obviously would have been a would have been on a bit of a downer, especially losing that game in dramatic fashion last Monday against De Broch. Yeah, it was a disappointing result for them on Monday, so we knew they'd want to try and put things right and bounce back. But to be fair, that we played them before, and uh, the boy Max, um, their left footed is the Ukrainian boy. He he was causing us problems before. I think he got sent off on that's a game right. against Facebook. Uh, so we knew like they, he won't be playing. You know, a couple of boys were out as well. Was it the boy Davidson, who did the captain, was sent off? So we knew we had a chance. To be fair, um, still had obviously top players that played in the leagues, like the likes of McHatties, and they, they were still playing. But um, we, we knew we were we were up, but we had a real chance to, to beat them. Yeah, and you did. You beat them one nil. 
um, a good result for you guys as well. And of course, with only two games it played at the weekend, the league table um, obviously didn't really refresh itself so much. But for you guys, it takes you three points closer to, to the top of the table as well. Um, in terms of that three points, a big three points for you guys. And you, as I say, you move closer to uh, to the top. Is it the, I suppose, the aim in the next couple of weeks is to try and get even closer? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think we've got, we've got lucky this weekend. Um, then it's like locals the week after that. Obviously, we played Broda uh, two weeks ago, so like all the all the big games are sort of happening just now, which is which is good. We're we're looking forward to them, but that sort of means that we can sort of put the pressure on them and close the gap even more because the the games they've got, the fixtures are quite good to us. Yeah, yeah. That game against Bucky at the weekend. Um, hopefully that that game goes ahead. You've got a run of a couple of big games, as you say there. Um, and that game, well, before Christmas against Broda was was uh, was entertaining to watch as a neutral, but perhaps not to be involved in. Obviously, it was a quite a, an epic game. But the the games against the big sides, it's it's important to take points off them, isn't it? Oh, definitely. I think so. First half of the season, maybe we're disappointed with the results against the bigger sides in the, the top end. We'd like to maybe take more points off them, but that's definitely what we're looking to do the second half of the season. Um, obviously, it was a good win on Saturday against Brecon, but hopefully next few weeks we can uh, take points off the, the teams in the top half because it's, really, it's not really good enough doing it sort of once. We need to be more, I think, consistent and take points off them more regularly, yeah. Well, you've made a good start to that New Year's resolution, if you like, to take more points off sides above you on Saturday by Brecon, by beating uh, Brecon City. Uh, by a goal to nil. You've always, for Martin, have always been there or thereabouts, haven't they, over the course of the season? I mean, obviously, Fraserburgh have been the one out in front for the majority of the season, and there's been a cluster of sides that have kind of uh, stayed in and amongst the, the race as well. But for Martin, I've been one of them. Uh, and it's about kind of now you've, you've, I know there's games in hands and it's quite difficult to read the, the league table, but yeah, it's a, it's a real opportunity for you guys to, to, to um, get involved even more in that run-in over the next couple of weeks? Definitely, yeah. I think we are sort of there and thereabouts. The top sort of 6-7 is, is really tight. Um, if you look at the results we had against like Lossie, Mouse, Rothis and just Brora there, obviously we drew all those games and I, I felt we should have won them all. I thought Brora, we should definitely hang on. The Rothis game, um, we had two very good chances to win. So, you know, if we, if we turn those three, three games into the win, six points better off, we're probably maybe one point off the top yeah. and like we're disappointed obviously with the way the season's maybe gone so far against the bigger teams but if you look at that we're actually we actually are still up there yeah as you mentioned Bucky at the weekend Bucky haven't played for a few weeks they've had a few um, well, various different reasons Covid games called off you know weather related etc in terms of Bucky obviously will be a difficult game a dangerous game for you guys but Given the fact they've not been in action for a few weeks, what are you expecting from them? Yeah, that might that might play a part as well. You know, they've had maybe no games for maybe a month now, uh, so you don't know what sort of fitness levels are like, boys in isolation, how they're feeling. But um, we've played them before this season. They're a really good team, um, really strong in the middle of the park. So we know we're going to be in for a, a tough game. Yeah, it's obviously difficult because you don't know. Um, well, we, we're not sure how many cases each club have and and how often they've been able to train they'll they'll know themselves and um but it's just it's it's difficult isn't it you you just don't know from one game to the next i suppose who's had the most preparation who's been affected most by this covid but 
I suppose you just have to go out there and uh, on Saturday at three o'clock. We're hoping that that uh, more games than than two in the card uh, go ahead on Saturday. But you you just got to go out there and take care of business. You've not, I suppose, try and turn off from any COVID related stories and just go out there and play. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think the thing is that the the testing every day as well. Like the manager could have his team. Uh, maybe this time of the week but then like say like Friday morning Saturday morning you could have a few cases sort of last minute changing his team but you try not to think about that I suppose you just got to try and uh, focus on the football everything will take care of itself who's who's available and who's not well Scott all the best uh, for Saturday I'm sure it will be a very exciting run in as the, as the season goes on and I'm sure for uh, you know yourself and your rest of the, the guys at Martin, you'll be hoping that you'll be involved in that, that title run in uh, as the as the weeks and the uh, the months uh, go on throughout the season, we're of course into January, and it's shaping up to be an intriguing uh, end to the season. I mean, just get your thoughts on that that running. Of course, you'd want to be involved, but um, for someone who's involved in the thick of the action, it'll be exciting to be involved in as well, no doubt. I think it will be quite an exciting uh, running. Yeah, there's obviously, as I say, there's a few teams in the in the mix. Um, Fraser, but maybe just now, fancying themselves as favourites. Um, with their result the other week, but um, I'm really looking forward to it, and actually, yeah, it should, should be quite exciting, yeah. Scott, thanks again for your time, buddy. I really appreciate it. All the best on Saturday, and, and take care for the, the weeks ahead, and, and indeed uh, the months as the season goes on. Cheers, appreciate that. Well, my thanks to Scott uh, for sparing some time to have a chat about for Martin United, as well as Richard Hastings at Locos as well. Before we go, let's have a quick look at the fixture list this weekend. I must say that I'm recording this on Wednesday afternoon, so if you are indeed uh, listening to this on Friday or indeed Saturday morning heading to a game, this may be all changed. But this is the card uh, for this weekend, the 15th of January. Brecon City, Shadab, Efiktar, hopefully might take charge of the fort for the first time at Glebe Park this weekend. Bucky Thistle and Fermartin, as we touched on with Scott Lyle, that takes place at Victoria Park. Wick Academy, of course, five consecutive wins. Can they make it six away to Devon Vale this weekend? It's second against first at Harlow Park as Locos take on the Brock. Keith welcomes Strathspey Thistle. Lossie face Forest Mechanics and a Murray Derby. Brora Rangers make the trip to Station Park in Nairn County. Rothis tackle Huntley and Clacklecudden are away to Tanif United. That's it from me here on the HFL Show. Enjoy your weekend wherever the football takes you.